Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 68 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing all about the sciatic nerve, the anatomy of it, why and how it gets irritated and then becomes sciatica, and where to build strength so that you don't have pain there again. Now, when it comes to sciatica, I have personal experience with this awful, awful, annoying back, knee, hip, foot pain. Uh, This sciatic nerve is huge, and we will talk way more about that in just a moment. So for me, My back injury came about from not moving smart. (laughs) I talk about moving smarter and how important that is all the time. I didn't know how to move then. So when I tweaked my back, trying to push over a giant trash can filled with ice water for athletes, I swear, it, it had a purpose, I swear. And my back seized up, I just put some ice on it and hoped for the best. So when a couple of weeks later, my back had still been hurting basically all the time. There was this dull ache, but it was one morning. I still remember it perfectly. I stepped out of my bunk bed and I had pain in the outside of my foot, which was weird because I hadn't done anything to my foot. And because I was working as a student athletic trainer at the time, I knew what that was a sign of. And so I made an appointment to go have physical therapy and go down the path of getting it resolved. And one thing that's important about nerve pain and why that pain in my foot was a big red flag for me is that nerve pain and where things are hurting it's not always correlated, right? So the pain in my foot wasn't because I had done something to my foot and I knew that I absolutely hadn't done something to my foot. The pain in my foot was coming from my back. And the same happens with nerves all over your body, which is why when you create a body maintenance plan, it's so important to look at multiple body areas and not just get hyper-focused on where you have the pain because often where you have the pain is not the root cause. So for me, the root cause was a bulging disc in my lower back. And so I did some awesome traction therapy where I had myself tied up almost like on an old-fashioned stretching board uh, and use a little bike pump. I would lay there and do this little bike pump and it would create space and traction through my lower back. I now know how to do that for myself without this cool contraption. And I don't have back pain anymore. I don't have sciatica anymore. The soft tissue work that I did in physical therapy, while helpful, it's that consistency of moving differently, of moving smarter, of maintaining your tissue health, which is so important. And I still remember leaving physical therapy and, you know, I finished my six sessions and I asked the therapist, okay, cool, what do I do now, right? I don't want this to happen again. And what the physical therapist said was, just work on your core strength. 
And I was like, okay, but um, uh, what does that even mean, right? And that is actually why I started taking yoga regularly and practicing yoga regularly and why we are both here today. So that journey of figuring out core strength, but also really the push to never have back pain again because it was so miserable um, is the inspiration for today's episode and figuring out how you too can better understand what's happening when you have sciatica or sciatic nerve upset, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think I read online too, sciatic neuritis, which is an inflammation of the nerve. Uh, because once you understand what causes it and what's happening, it's a lot easier to fix it and make some change. So the sciatic nerve is the largest nerve in the human body. And it's really super, super cool because it is so big. It really, truly, especially within your hamstrings and the back of your thigh, it's about the size of your pinky finger. It is massive. And when you think of nerves, or at least for me, having seen them in the book, you know, I was ready to see this teeny, tiny, delicate little nerve. And it's like a garden hose back there. It is the bundling of the nerves coming out of your lower back all the way from the fourth level in your lumbar spine. So L4, then all the way down through S3. So that's the third level in your sacrum. So L4, L5, S1, S2, and S3. The nerves coming out at each of those levels bundle together. They pass through the lower back, down through the buttocks, down the back of the thigh, and it's all one solid nerve until it branches behind your knee and becomes your tibial and your peroneal nerves. So not only is it massive, but it controls and talks to many different areas from the lower back and beyond. So nerves do both what's called dermatomes and myotomes. Dermatomes meaning if something is numb, um, like a sensation on your skin, that hence the word, you know, dermatome, but also myotome is the feeling or sensation in muscles. So when we have issues with nerves, this is why we can have a patch of skin that's numb. For those of you who have Apple watches, I don't know if you experienced this. I know my husband did the pressure of the watch band because it has that extra flap that tucks inwards uh, was creating some numbness down his hand and into half of one of his fingers, right? Because that is the dermatome of your ulnar nerve. Side note, if you have any numbness or pain from your Apple watch, change your band and it will change your life if that's a big deal. So that's dermatomes, right? The numbness. And then myotomes are a weakness and the control of the nerve over that muscle. So if you have weakness in a certain area or you have numbness on the skin, there are pretty straightforward maps, meaning that, you know, every single one of us is unique and individual. Uh, but for the most part, you know, if you have numbness on this patch of your thigh, they can almost go right to the pinpoint place higher up in the nerve closer to where it's exiting out of your spinal cord and figure out where the problem is actually happening, which is really super cool. And when I first saw the sciatic nerve in the anatomy lab, like my mouth was just, whoa, <laughs> it's so big. And the anatomy books always have it, you know, it looks super clean. The nerves are always yellow. The blood vessels are red. In reality, it all basically looks the same. The biggest difference is that nerves are solid 
and vessels are hollow, right? Because blood vessels are moving blood through your body. So they need to have a tube system to make that happen. Whereas your nerves are sending messages and chemical messages. So it's a solid structure. But just like everything else in your body, including your muscles, nerves also have multiple layers of connective tissue around them. um, And those connective tissues can become irritated or inflamed, uh, which means that their movement is restricted. So just like we've talked about, you know, muscles getting irritated and then sort of like this sticky, which isn't like tacky. It's not like, you know, dried honey on your countertop, but more of just an overgrowth of collagen because of that inflammation, which prevents the ability of this structure, whether it's your nerve or a blood vessel to slide easily in and around its area. And so the same thing can happen to your sciatic nerve. It passes through the buttocks very close to a muscle called the piriformis. In some people, it's actually passing through your piriformis. And the piriformis is a pear-shaped muscle, hence its name. And its job is to rotate your hips outwards. So an external rotator and stabilizer of the hip. And the piriformis runs from the edge of your sacrum all the way out to your hip bone on the side of your hip, which is the same place where many of your glutes are attaching, where your IT band is coming across. So it's very interconnected with all of the things that are happening in and around your hips. So if the piriformis is irritated, it has a bunch of tension, it's inflamed or what have you, uh, that can also potentially be the irritant that's creating that sciatica down the back of the leg. So it might not even be coming from your lower back. It might actually be coming from your hips, which is why talking to your hips, doing some self-massage for the hips with uh, therapy balls of all sizes can oftentimes relieve the symptoms of sciatica without having to do anything to your back. And this could be because that muscular tension or that fascial tension is entrapping the nerve, it's compressing the nerve. It basically is just making a very unhappy situation for your sciatic nerve, and it can be easily remedied through some soft tissue work. Now, I know also that many care providers may roll their eyes like the sciatica and, you know, your piriformis. It's not your piriformis. But if you are in pain right now, if you feel like you have tweaked your back or you're having pain down the back of your leg or weakness or anything like that, definitely get it checked out. But if the fix were as simple as rolling on a ball under your hip, why not? Right? Why not? It's a simple fix and it's definitely worth a try. So what causes sciatica, right? We've talked about the piriformis potentially entrapping or compressing it, but sciatica is really this blanket term for when the sciatic nerve is irritated. And this could be because like my situation, a bulging disc in the lower back. It could be because of irritation of the piriformis. It could come from muscular tension that's creating compression anywhere along the nerve, But it could also be just due to inflammation. So systemic inflammation present in your entire body may also be contributing to what's happening in your lower back, what's happening with your sciatic nerve. And the thing too that I really want you to understand about sciatica, it's not like once you have it, you always have it. Sciatica is a symptom of something happening either in your lower back, in your soft tissues, in your strength. It's not a permanent affliction, 
Okay. And you know, MRIs are usually the first step as part of this quick fix, right? Oh, you have sciatica. Well, let's figure out what's going on and let's resolve it. And the study I found from 2015 out of the Netherlands found that 60 to 80% of people with sciatica had a spontaneous resolution of their leg pain within six to eight weeks. So 60 to 80% of people had improvement doing basic stuff like heat, rest, ice, and it resolves. So if you do have sciatica, I just want you to know, you know, you don't have to rush off and have back surgery right away. Know that even if you did nothing, it would go away, which is cool, right? Of course. But we want to get to that place of thriving, right? Of being strong enough to feel like you can move with freedom, to not be worried about irritating or having those flare-ups or anything like that. And so for many of you, you may be at that point, right? It's been more than eight weeks and this pain is still present. So what do you do when you still have sciatica, right? When those basic fixes, heat, rest, ice, haven't been helpful. So the first thing is definitely get yourself evaluated by somebody who can really assess how you're moving. When it comes to the body, it's helpful to have somebody else's eyes who are just trained to see more things than you necessarily are. So I'm not saying, you know, oh, just do a Snapchat and then see what's happening. Definitely get assessed by somebody who can really tell you what's going on. The biggest issues that I see with clients coming into my sphere is not knowing how to find and maintain neutral spine. And also definitely always core weakness. That's the two big ones. So let's talk a little bit more about neutral spine. And neutral spine is the ability to keep your lower back stabilized even when you're moving. And it's foundational to good posture. So this isn't like one place you end up and then you're done and you never have to work on it again. Um, Neutral spine is, can I maintain my posture while I'm standing in the kitchen? while I'm sitting at my desk, while I'm waiting in line to check out at the grocery store. Because it's really easy to slouch. Gravity wants you to slouch. It makes it so super easy. So we spend all day slouching and then we go to pick something up and throw our back out or injure our back. We're like, oh my gosh, what happened here? When really, if you just practiced finding neutral spine and maintaining neutral spine so that that becomes your default and habitual movement, not the slouchy bit, then your likelihood of injuring yourself while you're moving around is less. The amount of pressure and strain put on your lower back, which may be a contributing factor to sciatic nerve pain, is less. So once you practice finding neutral spine, and I'll post a link uh, in the description to a YouTube video I have on neutral spine and an exercise for that, just keep practicing keeping your back in neutral even while you're moving. And if already you're like, oh, that sounds like way too much work. Uh, This practice of neutral spine is something that should be able to happen at 10% effort or even 5% effort, right? You should be able to feel where you are in space and then just have your abdominals know how to support and stabilize you there. And the only way to get there is by practicing it again and again and again to make it a part of just your regular movement practice and day-to-day practice. And this is what I talk about when I say body maintenance and moving smarter. It's 
becomes default from practicing it consistently. So what about core weakness, right? Maybe you're like me, you left the physical therapist's office and they said, go work on core strength. And you're like, okay, cool. Um, but what the heck is that? So core strength is the ability to stabilize and maintain that neutral spine while you're moving, but also while you are under load, meaning you're carrying groceries, your cute kid, your little fluffy dog, uh, laundry, and your core is able to maintain that stability through your lower back no matter what. So neutral spine is learning that not slouched position, that ideal posture for you based on your mechanics, but also your skeleton. So it's unique to you. And then core strength is taking that neutral spine and being able to keep it happening even when you're upright, even when you're doing planks, even when you're working out. And it's not about bearing down or pulling your belly button toward your spine. It's just training your body how to be more human and how to stabilize your spine in the way that it was designed. Really, we just have gotten away from what neutral spine feels like and how to engage our abdominals in that neutral spine because of all the slouchiness and all the sitting. So I say that because I want you to know it's practice, but once you practice, it becomes permanent and it is something you just continue to do. This morning, I was doing some hip stabilizing exercises and even this morning, right now, after doing this for almost a decade, I'm still paying attention to neutral spine, practicing it while I'm working out because that's what makes it habitual and that's what allows me to then slouch on the couch and not be worried about it because that's not my default. So I I don't want you to think like, okay, well, I have to be rigid. I have to be perfect 24-7 and that's the only way I'm going to get rid of sciatica. The more you practice finding neutral, maintaining neutral, the stronger your core will get from just doing what it was built to do. And the stronger your core is and the more aware you are of what neutral spine is, the less pressure and work your lower back has to do and hopefully the more support and stability it has so that your sciatic nerve isn't so stressed. So the best exercises to practice these, and this is definitely not an exhaustive list, but that neutral spine exercise I talked about that it's linked in the description. Also hip hinging, which is not fancy. And I realize like the body nerd show is all the non-sexy stuff that really truly does maintain your body for the long haul. It's not about fancy exercises because there really is no magic bullet if you don't know how to move well and don't move well throughout your day, right? All the spinach and like matcha powder and all these boosters, they don't do anything if you just eat Snickers every single day. I just had to think about, I was like, man, that almost sounds good for a second. Snicker ice cream bar. Um, But I know, right, that it's not going to feel good. My stomach's going to hurt. So I'd rather just eat my vegetables and do the boring stuff, right? The boring stuff. And, you know, actually, I take that back. It's not boring. But it's this basic foundational stuff that makes the biggest difference. And so waiting for that magic pill, that magic exercise, that one brace, like, It's never going to work if you don't have that underlying foundation like baked into your operating system. 
Because any exercise can be a core strengthening one if you're focusing on your posture while you do it. So even something like wall slides where you're standing with your back to the wall, you have your hips, your ribs, and your head on the wall and the backs of your hands on the wall. As you slide your hands up and down the wall, keeping your ribs down and not letting them pop forward is core strength. And everything that you do can be core strengthening if you are consistently paying attention to your posture and trying to maintain it in neutral. So the fix for sciatica and for so many things is tune up your posture, get your neutral spine on point, and then start to stabilize your core and train your core to stabilize your body and spine as you're moving so that you can get stronger every single day. Because when you start from your center, with everything that you do, whether it's just turning around, right, or picking up something super heavy, you practice what you want to be permanent. And so practicing neutral spine and better positioning and core strength means that that's the default, even when you're tired, even when it's the end of the workout, and even when you're not thinking about it. Now, I also want to point out that I didn't say crunches, no crunches, because crunches just enhance the slouchiness that you already are probably an expert at. I don't think any of us needs training on how to slouch better. I'm pretty darn good at it already. Uh, Slouching also puts more of that same compression and pressure into your lower back. So practice makes permanent. Let's not make that slouchiness permanent, but let's work on neutral and getting our brain and our nervous system and our proprioception to sense what neutral feels like so that you can better monitor how you're standing, how you're sitting throughout the day and make those micro adjustments as you go along. And honestly, so much of what we focus on inside Movement Mavens is about finding neutral spine for your body and then learning how to maintain it as you're moving, as you're doing the workouts, and as you're really just moving through the world. Enrollment is closed now, but you can get added to the wait list so that you're first to know when it opens back up and get the free bodywork starter guide with the six places to roll right now for quick relief at aewellness.com slash bodywork. So... Let me know if this was helpful, especially if you do have back pain, if you are familiar with sciatica, if it is something that happens to you on a regular basis. And honestly, all of these tips work as well if you don't necessarily have sciatica, um, but you tweak your back on a regular basis. So let me know. Send me any questions you may still have. Um, You can hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Hala Famala. Send me a DM, tag me in a post, take a screenshot of this episode, and let me know what your favorite favorite part was. Um, Or you can call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. You can leave me a voicemail. And it's just exciting to hear body nerds out there in the world and what you guys are working on and what you're learning. And before I go, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, access to the Body Nerds free group, and all things live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. You can get to the show notes for today's episode at aewellness.com slash 068. And thank you for taking the time to listen. I really appreciate you. And I hope that you got some fun movement in or you have something planned for later today. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, you know the drill. Make sure you subscribe. It lets the algorithm and the robots know that you like the Body Nerd Show or share it with somebody who needs to hear this today. So share it with your partner who has sciatica. Share it with your friend who has back pain. Share it with your workout buddy who you haven't seen in a while because they've been out with a back injury. Just share it with somebody who needs to hear this. 
okay? So here's to asking better questions, moving more, having very healthy and happy lower backs, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.